0: Outlook 101 we thank you for checking out our podcast I'm here with producer Stacy and I'm Kevin we welcome you back and we're gonna jump right in
1: okay our first listener question is because men value a woman for their looks how can a man rewire their brain so they don't go after a woman's looks But the character of the woman and and whether or not she's wife worthy.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you're saying that they, um, yeah, they they would like to basically not pick a woman based off just physical attraction. They want to pick her based off something else. Uh, it's not an easy, you know, thing to do. Uh, I think that when you're, when you're a attractive person, whatever that may be, because I know that the word attractive is something that is shaped by society, so it's not actually a real thing, uh, but that is what we that live is in, true. you know, it's what we live in, so it's like, You know, what is attractive. So I think that a lot of it stems from uh, what you've been exposed to already and uh, kind of what you find or what you see as attractive. So if you think attractive is a Victoria's Secret model that you see on television growing up, if that's what you think attractive is, then, you know, that's what your that's what your view of attractive is. But then, if you see, uh, what else? For example, if you thought um, a uh, heavier set woman or a woman that's not so slender as the Victoria model, if you thought a thicker woman was beautiful back then then that's what you still would be attracted to. That, that, that's basically what your uh, that's what you see as attractive. So it's kind of like uh, you can develop that early, your, your view of attraction or uh, what you see attraction as. So I think that as you go throughout life, you based off your experiences it will change, and it will alter, because I've talked to some people, and they say that um, they can see a person other than physical attraction. And I'm like, I said, well, is this a point where you reached later on in life that you got past physical attraction and said, well, I'm gonna date this person based off their 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 kind-hearted person? but I'm not sexually attracted to them. And that person responded with, no, I've just always been that way. And I said, well, that's a unique situation to me because me, I feel like I have to be physically attracted to the woman. Uh, And then I realized that it's a deeper issue that it really comes down to uh, sexual preference because if, You have uh, been with this particular type of person sexually then you're used to that experience with a thicker woman or a a thinner woman Uh, and we'll talk about how like you were saying that it's similar to uh, the same thing either way men are woman. because women have attractive uh, women are attracted to men they look a certain way as well Kind of like a woman saying, oh, well, I like this man because he has uh, muscles or something. Yeah. Or a man says, well, I like that woman because she has, a, you know, a, a nice figure or or what's it called? A, um, I mean, it uh,
1: definitely goes good both shape, ways.
0: You know, good shape to her or whatever. And uh, But I think that it come down to actually a lot of that. If, okay, so let's go back to like... When you were in high school and stuff you were kind of getting shaped to what attractiveness is see what i mean so like if the if you were a popular kid in school for example and people liked you uh, because of the type of person you were then you may not have ever had a concern about attractiveness but then there was this other person that you found attractive physically already without even no training or pre-life, nothing, you see what I'm saying, nothing that you had to experience, you automatically just was attracted to that person. You see what I mean, for some reason they were pretty or cute or whatever, you, you know what I mean, or whatever you call it. So, uh, it's like, a, It you start to develop these ideas of what attraction is very early and then I think that also including, uh, well, because of those experiences, it'll start to shape how you view attractive attraction uh, when you're getting with the person. And then plus, as a man, it is a bit of a competition between us as far as who has the prettiest one. You see what I mean? So for some men, it's like we, that's why a lot of men like to show off their woman.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, it's almost like a competition.
1: I don't you think know? it's a competition for women to have to find this. it's really a competition for women to have a man that's gonna provide the most. But, it, I mean, the looks, I mean, looks do matter in some situations. I mean, I don't know if you can rewire your brain there's no rewiring it because you're gonna be attracted to what you're attracted to you have to almost like I think you just have to become more mature in the situation and understand that who is the right person for you to be with because it's like even though that person may be very attractive she or he probably is the, the very op, the absolute wrong person for you to be with
0: yeah but you're really attracted to them
1: yeah and I feel like that's a lot of cases that I think people have, have to deal with is the person that they're not attracted to has it all you know they got their life together you know they you know they got the house they got the car they got the money but there's just no attraction mm-hmm. and I mean that's the mm-hmm. hardest part it's like you, you can't force yourself to be attracted to somebody that you're not attracted to yeah and that's where cheating and stuff come in because i feel like people put themselves in situations like that and they really don't want to be in that situation physically but financially and mentally they want to be there but physically they don't and yes. that's where the cheating comes in
0: yes you're right
1: but um I don't yeah, know. you're right about
0: that. It is a very difficult situation because at the end of the day, they, uh, I believe that it does, like I say, have something to do with the whole, um, your experience throughout life far as saying, hey, you're used to people saying you're an attractive person. So the thing is this, if you're an attractive person based off societal norms, Say I'm a guy, and I'm a physically fit guy. I don't have a problem getting a woman. So therefore, my actions toward how I'm picking them can change. As if I'm a very overweight guy, not in shape, my selection of women has been uh, cut down. Because now they're not picking me based off attraction. Uh, There are some cases that women like Bigger overweight man, but in most cases, is where a woman is attracted to a physically fit man. You see what I mean? And that could go all the way back to what we talked about the models that they see on growing up. Uh-huh. This is what attractiveness is. You see what I'm saying? This is what attractive is. And so uh, I think that for that question, it's like um, it kind of. Even based off how pretty you are in this today's, um, a lot of today's views, it's like you can, you don't even, it to me, the attractiveness comes from a sexual, it stems from a sexual point of view, yeah, basically, because it's like you're. Like, when you're looking at the person, you're picturing her or him specifically as how you would have sex with them. Because that's the attractive. That's the attraction. You see what I mean? It's not like... So, when you see the person that you find unattractive, what you're really doing is you're picturing sex with them.
1: Yeah. And the sex
0: no. with them is unattractive. See what I'm saying? Because in your mind, you have an idea of what sex looks like. You see what I'm saying? With this person. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? So I think that the whole attraction thing comes from, uh, it stems a little deeper as far as the physical connection, as far as sexual stuff, but at the same time, it's just I feel like if you are an attractive person and you don't have issues finding someone, your attitude is going to be different toward it. So your attitude is like, well, hey, um, I can do this. In terms I can, I can pick and choose how I want because of how I physically look. The downside of it is that, say that you pick her based off her looks, or you pick him based off his looks, then he gets in a tragic car accident, or she gets in a tragic car accident, and her face is destroyed, or his face is destroyed. He's physically handicapped now. Or she's physically handicapped then you have to face the reality of like Are you oh, gonna
1: stay around
0: I only got water cushions. is it's it attractive.
1: shallowness shallowness is it shallowness on the person who's looking who the person who's looking for their relationship and can't get past the person's look even though they might be a great person but they don't look very good is that person being shallow
0: well I think that Shallow is a word that is thrown around a lot when people talk about attraction, but I think it could be a form of shallowness there, but it would be unfair to say that it is not fair for a person to pick who they want.
1: Yeah, you want to be with somebody that you want to be with.
0: So when you hear shallow, you normally hear shallow from people that have a physical ailment or something that is uh, just, you know, be straight but that's up true, though, a, a person that looking. has a issue that they feel unattractive because um, those are mainly the ones who throw the word shallow around.
1: You but see that's true though. Saying? When you're looking for somebody and you find somebody that got the looks and then something happens to that person, what you gonna do? You gonna leave? Are you gonna stick? There? That means that there was really no really love there. You were only with them for the physical attraction.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's the question because it's very, you know, it is because that's that's what this uh, person asking, this listener ask a- asking this question is gonna have to ask themselves because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if that's really what you're going after, I understand why you're going after attraction. I do clearly understand that. But at the same time, I feel like, I'll say it like this, I feel like to be fair, it has to be a balance. Like, they don't have to be a supermodel, but they can be uh, something where you're... Find
1: something about that person.
0: Yeah, you're attracted to them because I'm not, I mean, to be honest, I'm not going to tell anyone to get with somebody they're not attracted to.
1: I've dated I people mean, who I was not confused. attracted to. And I, I what I did was I found little things about them that I did like. Like, I mean, not little things that I did like. I mean, because I liked the person overall, but I just wasn't no attraction physically. So I found, so the things that attracted me to him is the things that I, I used to become—I don't know—like sexually attracted to make myself be sexually attracted to them.
0: Yeah. Does
1: that make sense? Yeah. It's like when I when you see him, <laughs> you had to force yourself to do. It.
0: Basically, you had to force yourself to see this person other than. I mean, because at the end of the I, yeah, day, I, I, it's not most, what you were it's going true.
1: For. It's true. That's true. You have to force yourself to see past the exterior. And I feel like. And say, like, hey, he's got, he got a good brain. I'm attracted to his brain. I'm attracted to how he talks. I'm attracted to, you know, this part of him or that part of him. Or I tell the person, hey, I want you to do more of this because I like this. This turns me on. You know, I like when you talk like this. I like when you do this. I like when you do that. Yeah. I mean, that may be helpful. But how helpful it's going to be, I
0: don't know. I honestly feel like if you, with someone that you're not fully attracted to, that you will not treat them fairly in the long run.
1: Possibly.
0: Because just consider this uh, for the person to ask the question and for the listeners, that when you, um, you have to consider the fact that, you uh, um, The person that you're dealing with uh, is
1: um, honestly I feel like for this listener he needs to just keep looking until he finds somebody that he is physically attracted to and that is wife material yes because if you're not attracted to her I mean she may be wife material but you're not going to treat her wifely if You're
0: not attracted to them. That's it. So it's not going to be fair. And I think everyone needs to understand that, that be honest, look back in your past. When when you're listening to this, remember, just consider yourself and look back into your past. And have you ever noticed a trend that the people that you are attracted to, you can't wait to invite them out and show them off in public? You don't mind taking photos with them online. You want people to see you with them. Mm-hmm. When you're in the mall holding hands, you want to be seen with them. And just be honest with yourself or me, that the person that you're not attractive to, you're not so quick to say, hey, let's take pictures together. Let's go hold hands together. Let's do this together. Because you're not being honest at the fact that you're just not attracted, and it's not fair. Mm-hmm. It's not fair for the person that you're not attracted to, mm-hmm. because it's like, oh well, yeah, we're in a relationship. He's just a decent person, you know. Oh well, that's messed up. It's not fair because at the end of the day, it's not. Yeah, I, you, you know, it's not. You you're shouldn't do hurt that. that
1: person. Yeah, you
0: shouldn't do you're that to the them. person because a lot of people. Who are not up to standards of society or whatever, as far as looks go, or some people say Instagram bodies and all this weird crap we got going on now with that, then, you know, and women shaping themselves to be fit for what men desire. You see what I mean? There's a lot of that going on all around, you know, all around. So at the end of the day, that I understand why the person wants it and I respect it and I think you should have a person you're attracted to but I just think that you should you should consider uh, getting a balance like I say somebody that like I said they don't have to be no supermodel but they also don't have to be a person that just said hey accept me for who I am Yeah. at the end of the day no you got to put in some effort because a relationship is already effort mm-hmm. so you mean that you want to be my mate, but you don't want to do nothing. Yeah. You see what I mean for our relationship? Like, Are you going to put makeup on? Are you going to do your hair? You see what I'm saying? And imagine. That,
1: da- include that, too.
0: Imagine dating a guy, and he doesn't even invest in himself. To, like, say y'all finish to go out on a date, and he puts on clothes with holes all in them, and shirts with holes all in them. Now, if you say... I don't. I'm uncomfortable with you wearing it. <laughs> so you're uncomfortable with what I'm wearing. You shallow. Like I'm no, really not no You're not shallow. <laughs> you see what I mean? Go put a damn shirt on. That that that's good quality. I put 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 some put your best clothes on. You see what I mean? And so, I think that we go too far with the. Uh, we go a little too far with the. Um, trying to uh, say to accept me for who I am. No, you got to accept me for who I am. Mm, yeah, I already wow. accepted you for who you are. Now you got me. Now, can we still put in effort to make the relationship? Uh, can you put in effort to make your man stimulated?
1: To I'm keep him say attracted? I not go into the relationship trying to change your person. But if they got a lot of good qualities, look at, you can also look at, um, is there something that person can do to make themselves more attractive to you? And if that person is willing to do that, like you were saying, like if they're if a person if they're a little overweight and a guy like a, a smaller woman, you know, see if she'll lose weight for you, or see if she'll put makeup on for you, see if she'll you know do it her a certain kind of way and for they're the man complain too. They're not complaining
0: about that being shallow.
1: Yeah, and, and for the man too, like give that. See if that person is willing to give you what you want.
0: Yeah.
1: Or you know, if they can't come close to giving you what 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 you're looking for.
0: Yeah. And if I'll go back to doing. say that it does have something to do with like I say if you're an attractive person and a person that already feels inside that they're unattractive and they're coming after you. Then when they get with you, it's like, "Well, you know that I could have anybody that I want. We both know that." So why would you treat it any lesser when you got me? No, now you got me. Okay? Yes, I know I could have any woman out there. You see what I'm saying? Or a, 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 a pretty woman. Oh, yeah, you know you can have any man. But you chose this guy. So now that guy can't just get comfortable. Yeah, I got him.
1: Yeah, you can't get comfortable.
0: And see, a woman shouldn't get comfortable. Yeah, yeah I got him. Oh, I'm choosing to be here. Yeah. So make sure that I'm completely secure here physically mentally emotionally you know a secure here don't get comfortable because when you get comfortable you start slacking off and you forget that we're in a society with billions of people and at the end of the day i'm choosing you one person so just as quick as we chose each other we can choose someone else So make me want to stay or keep me stimulated And for men, they should keep their women stimulated as well because it's like, no, don't get get comfortable, man. And at the end of the day, um, you know, but can you read the question one more time? That that first question again.
1: Because men value women for their looks, how can a man rewire their brain so they don't go after a woman's looks but the character of the woman and whether or not she's white material, white worthy?
0: Yeah, I don't think there's no real way of rewiring it, but I mean, what you mean by that is basically trying to think about it differently. That's the whole rewiring thing. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole key to it, basically. Those
1: are some some of the things they can take away from this. Yeah. It's just like, you know, if, if you see the qualities in her, see if she'll change for you. See if she'll do something that attracts you, you know, like change... I mean, it's kind of sad to say, tell a person to change. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I understand. Man.
1: But if they really want you and want to be with you, they will make those changes for you.
0: Now, I think it's important that people know also, just to consider that, it is true that prettier women and prettier men, you just have to accept this. Prettier women and prettier men have a different treatment throughout their lives which kind of damages them a little and it kind of builds their ego up so you have to be careful when you're dating one so if you got a really pretty man you have to understand that he's been treated Mm -hmm. special a lot of his life and people just wanted him just they didn't care hey you ain't got to do nothing just sit there and look pretty okay Mm -hmm. that's it but woman has been treated the same. Hey, you ain't got to do nothing. I'm going to cover everything. You just sit there and look pretty. Yeah. And they get treated like this. Yeah. And so a lot of times you got to understand that, that that kind of damages them in a way if they're not careful. It could destroy and make them really have a big ego. Like, hey, you lucky yeah. to have me.
1: And that's a turn off. You know,
0: and the man will say that to you. Well, you lucky to have me. You, you lucky to have me. I can have anybody I want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if a woman can say that too, well, you lucky to have me. And so that just means that they have really been boosted. But I also kind of put that off on men that they have kind of, you know, boosted up the, uh, the women and also the women that are boosting up the man because we are so caught up in this attraction but it's a very big thing I don't see it changing anytime soon um, so if you know it's uh, it's a real it's a real thing the attraction stuff and so it's uh, important and uh, but I don't think that Attraction and wife worthy is connected at all. Because at the end of the day wife worthy you know means that you're saying that all women are not worth being a wife. You know and you know so it's kind of like all women are worth being a wife. But it's just you with a physical attraction issue that is looking for something specific. So what I want you to do is not feel guilty because you have certain people you are attracted to. But also for everybody out there that disagrees with this and doesn't care about attraction, I respect you as well. Because I understand that you're not caught up in the whole attraction thing and that's understandable. But there are people who are caught in it and you should not judge them or call them shallow because they have been exposed to something that they really, really enjoyed. It could be simple as a man going to the strip club for the first time and seeing a woman uh, expose herself and then it messed him up for life. And now he only wants that type of girl and he'll damn near put himself in a situation that's very bad just to have her physically because that's the how powerful attraction is and so that's why i think that it's very important that we try our best not to get caught up in it if you're not caught up in attraction then good for you you don't have to worry about it but for those who are caught up in attraction understand them don't judge them understand what they're dealing with they're caught in attraction and attraction is a very serious thing and so uh, it's no different than women that are uh, uh, are men that are uh, well, I didn't want to just use women in the strip club but man <laughs> men that are strippers too and then a woman be like oh my god it's muscles or whatever they you see what I'm saying like a man is looking at her breasts or her, 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 her you know butt or whatever and it's like, oh my God, I want that as a husband. And they'll end up getting with that physically, but he's a horrible person. He's not a husband. Mm-hmm. He's not, what they call it, what he said, husband-worthy. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so it's like this person is not... Uh, you're physically attracted to them, but they're not what you need far as a husband goes. See what I'm saying? So the attraction is so bad... It's such a thing that's so powerful, when well not bad, but it's so powerful that you could end up, like you were saying about getting with a person that's just bad for you. Yep. Because you're so caught up in, oh my God, I just want to be seen with them or how they look naked or something. Like that. mm-hmm. That's all I can think about. You see what I'm saying? That's attraction. And that's that can get you in trouble. And uh, so, but I can say for those who haven't and that been caught probably up it does, does
1: that, stimulate from. Early years, childhood, yeah. teenage years, like you were saying, it probably is something to do with
0: that. Yeah, that's when we get shaped in high school, man. And we've seen the prettiest girl or the prettiest boy or whatever, and, and that was it. You see what yeah. I'm saying? We wanted them. You know what I mean? And, and when you go back, since you brought that up, we go back to that. And in high school, if you think about it, we're doing the same thing as adults. Because in high school, we all had that person that was head over heels for us. Yep, really and they just loved us. We don't know why they, they liked standing. us. Mm. Mm-hmm. And see, in high school it was different because they'll come up to you and say, "Hey, I, you know, would they you be my the uh,
1: ugliest little boys?" boy they was the <laughs> ugliest little shortest boys in the class. <laughs> but now, oh, ain't fine no more. Now, boy, I Well, I just slapped the shit out of myself when I was little. And see, I and had,
0: had some, I had some women too that that came to me in in high school and was like, "Hey, I want you know to be a girl," and I'm like, "Wow, they're very pretty." Uh, they don't look so pretty now you see what i'm saying but uh some of them do some of them don't and and so it's like at the same time it's like uh but we turned them down
1: mm-hmm.
0: you see what i mean we turned them down because of the other one that was attractive or something like and or, you know that saying where it's like the person that wanted you you didn't want them but the person that wasn't focused on you, you wanted them. Because you was attracted to what the majority of people was attracted to. The pretty guy. And the man that I attracted to, the majority of what man I attracted to. The girl with your particular shape. You see what I'm saying? a particular look. You know what I mean? So I think back then, in today, that same power over society is like that. Like, the majority is out here looking for this particular... So you'll say like a man been married to a woman for 30 years and he leaves her and goes get with a more physically fit, younger looking girl. You see what I'm saying? Or something, a different woman because. Uh, this
1: changed. Yes. I know situations like that. You
0: see what I'm saying? So it's like he went from this to that because of the attraction. He lost it with her. He wants that back. See I, mean. I know
1: a man that left a woman, he liked thicker women, he liked thicker women, and his the woman that he was with for years ended up losing all of her weight, mm. and got really skinny, and he left her for a thicker woman. Wow, that's real,
0: uh, and that's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, it it's just true. goes to
1: show people want to be with what they are attracted to. Yes,
0: and that's a fine example, because I don't have any issue with thick or thin, You said, I mean, so that was a perfect example. That for a man who likes him thicker, then that's what he like. You see what I'm saying? But she could have been caught up in society and wanted to get slim. She wanted to
1: get slim for, you know, whatever reason. Yeah. But
0: then she lost her her husband doing it. Yes. And uh, so that's real, man. That's that's understandable. But uh, that's question number one. What we're going to do is take a quick break. Then we're going to come back with question number two. We'll be right back. shout Look One On One. We're here to do question number two. Uh, we're gonna listen uh, this viewer's question. Uh, producer Stacy's gonna give it to us. Go ahead.
1: All right. This viewer uh, question says: Is how can a man love you but he can't get over his past relationships?
0: Mm. <laughs> he said, "How can he love you?" But he can't get over his past relationships. Relationships. Well, I would like to say that love is just emotion. Now, I get that from, what's her name? Is it Aretha Franklin? That made the song What Love Got to Do With
1: It? I think so. No, that's not Aretha Franklin.
0: That's Tina Turner. Oh, that's Tina Turner? Also, uh, oh, you saying Tina Turner, uh, but you saying Tina Turner uh, made the song "What's Love Got to Do with
1: It"? Yeah,
0: yeah. So in that song, she gives you a little bit of the experiences that she had, far as telling you that love is just an emotion. Now, if we respect the lyrics of that song and take it in the real perspective. In reality, it is. It's just a word, and it's just an emotion. So I can say that I love you, and still, um, it's just in a way that i say saying I have a lot of emotion for you. Mm-hmm. I feel emotionally for you. What's the question again? Sorry, how can a man love you but he
1: can't get over his past relationship? His
0: past relationship, yeah. So. He has these emotional attachments. So say that he's been with, let's use a small number. Let's say five. Let's say he's been with five girls. And he has love for all five. Not including the fact that they may have children. And then the connections that was made to the children. And things like that. Um, But... The attachment of love is there, so the emotion is there. Now, one thing I know is that you can't just delete or remove emotion as if it's a material thing. So, a person can date or even marry a person and still care for someone in the past. And uh, I think that when they express themselves to you, it will definitely sound offensive if you're not considering the emotion that they may have. So like the conversation should go like, um, well, you need to fix or you need to try to distance yourself from the emotion you have for your exes or the people you've been with so you can be more focused emotionally on this relationship. So... um I think that the man can say that he's emotionally attired to you and be also emotionally attired to others because he's basically saying, oh, I love you, but I love them too. So it's like, well, hey, where the hell is the separation? What am I valued any more different than them? It's going to create a confusion in the relationship. You see what I mean? And, uh, that's one. but how do you feel about that? I
1: don't know. I just feel like. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Go
0: ahead. I okay, I know you got an expression. No. You got a viewpoint on me. <laughs> so I want to see what you was going to say on that.
1: Um. I mean. If. If. I think if you be in a relationship with somebody who you loved at one point y'all break up you get into another relationship you fall in love with that person I feel like you're gonna a lot of times always have maybe a thought of that person come up maybe memories of that person come up mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that but I mean you you know long as you long as that person isn't acting on those emotions or feelings or thoughts that they're having of the other person I mean I, I don't think that's something a person a person can actually turn off honestly I don't think the person can turn that off
0: you said they can't turn off emotion
1: yeah I mean that's if
0: well turn off love basically so the viewers understand where it says so we saying love is an emotion yeah. so when we say emotion we mean love but we'll just use the word love but you can't turn love off you see what I mean you can't turn the emotions you have off of that person because a lot of the oh well, I know we talked about this before as far as the love is something that's not there okay fancy how a person can say they love you Now you could feel that On the second date Or the third you date You
1: feel attached to that person that yeah.
0: much And some people be right. like oh well you love me Hold on
1: that's that's yeah, too they're much ready to say, I love you.
0: Yeah and i I'll be like You can actually do that But as long as the person who's hearing it Because we talked about um, The love language thing in, in one of our podcasts before And yeah. it's like We gotta be seeing how they view love Because if they see love as, they don't see love as emotion. So we got to make sure that they see love as emotion. Because if they don't see love, most people don't see love as emotion. They don't see love as what it is. They see love as something totally opposite. That's true. So when you say, I love you, they're like, oh my God, you love me? And then the guy like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I love you. But the reality is you gotta understand where he's coming from or she with that. You see what I mean? Far as when they say that word. Because they can say, I love you, but really what they're saying is, man, I enjoy being around you so much is can we go back to the movies can can we go back out to dinner because your energy is just so awesome man I love being around you I love you but then the person say damn he told me he loved me on the first day like that's not what he he didn't mean that he wants to marry you or no stuff like that what he's saying is that man I feel really good my emotions are amazing when I'm with you so I love you and I think that could get confused Because it's like, you know this person can't love you in two days, far as marry you. You see what I'm saying? So I think that's very important that the people got the understanding of what they mean by that. Yeah. You see what I mean? Because I think that can can mess up a situation.
1: But I think that question is kind of open because it said that... um, uh, that he can't get over his past relationship so it's kind of an open a question it's not direct because what do you mean by he can't get over his past relationships? Yeah I'm not like,
0: going to get him I'm not going to get a man to pass okay. if you can't, if you're not adult or grown enough mm-hmm. see what I mean because age does matter when it comes to this whether it's a teen or whether it's an older male or middle aged male or a man in his 20s, 30s or 40s it matters, because at the end of the day, when you're a younger person, you know, you're in your youth, you're you're more out there, you're a little more attractive than you yeah. is when you get older. You so, shouldn't even
1: be moving on into a relationship where you're finding love if you're not over your past relationships.
0: That's true. Yeah, you shouldn't at all. You
1: know? I mean, there's and, a difference between you having a thought of a person, you know, when you're with somebody outside of you... Wanting to actually go and be with that person.
0: Yeah, and that's like... Uh, that's a
1: difference. In that. Some
0: people call it immaturity.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that person has, hasn't matured to the point where they...
1: They feel like every time they think about that person, because they're thinking about that person, I haven't thought about that person, that means they got to go back to that person.
0: Ah, yeah, that's an attachment, too. Like, um, And that goes deeper as far as like people's spiritual beliefs and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I've heard people say that. Like... Oh well, they crossed my mind. Okay. So you,
1: do they think? that they yeah. crossed their mind, they got to go back. But, that
0: one man. Uh, no,
1: that's not what that means.
0: One of those artists made a song, and in the song, he plays the phone call of the girl. He said, "Well, you crossed my mind, so I thought I should call you." And it's like, no, the reason, the reason he crossed your mind, <laughs> the reason he crossed your mind is because he, uh, because you have been in a relationship with him.
1: But that happens though. Have you ever been in a relationship with a woman and then another woman that you've been in a relationship with in the past crossed your mind? I mean, it's happened to me. Like I be be in a relationship uh, and then some you know, a past relationship I may be and we may be doing something or talk about something or you know?
0: Okay, yeah. Well, and you'll it, be it, like, it crosses hey, my
1: mind about I, the same conversation I may have had with him or okay, yeah, that something me sense. and him may have done together if it was the same or something. And like. it, it just crosses your mind, but it's not something that you just lock in on and pursue, you know, and want to go back to or nothing like that. And a lot of times that that happens to me, I don't even mention it to that person. <laughs> because yeah. they come, Why are you thinking about him? Why are you talking about him?
0: Yes, that's happened to me several times where a woman will say, uh, well, don't compare me to your ex. Or,
1: yeah, and then they want to do that. Well, you yeah. compare me to him. Like, it's not, not a comparison. Comparing. It's
0: just that to me, people deal with common issues. And yeah. I think people are more connected than they think.
1: Yeah, you got to be realistic. I mean, that yeah. energy, that energy stuff is real. This it goes along with the attraction. All that is real. So, I mean, when you especially when you've been with a person for a long period of time, mm. You know, it takes a while to break that uh, (coughs) attachment that you have with that person. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that I think hurts the person in the breakup is breaking that attachment. You know, you no longer have that attachment with that person where the person is there all the time, talking to them all the time, seeing them all the time, going through stuff together all the time. So you have to break that attachment. But is it the point that y'all still at one point, you know, were intertwined?
0: Yes. And it's very difficult to break because, and, uh, yeah, it's difficult because at the end of the day, especially how far you went in, you know, like if you were playing house, and in some states, they don't even allow you to play house. You know what I'm saying? If you lived together under the same roof, you were common law married. And... I know some people try to say only the paperwork says you're married, but now a lot of these Bible Belt states they don't allow you to just shack up. They say if you in there and you playing the house, then you married. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as girlfriend, and boyfriend, mm-hmm. because the only thing about the word girlfriend and boyfriend is the word friend. So when you say this is my girlfriend, no, it's not. If you're having sex with her, that's not your girlfriend. That's your wife. You see what I mean? And if you have a sex friend, that's not your boyfriend. That's your husband. But we even came up with these words that just kind of throws a spin in everything to make it seem like it's something that it's not.
1: Yeah.
0: You see what I mean? And uh but in reality, uh this person uh has to uh that's an issue that he has to deal with personally far as getting over the past because it's like if yeah, you're still saying, like, yeah, like is he bringing saying. up
1: past relationships is he treating her like a past like she is a past um um
0: oh yeah and there uh, could be a guilt there too yeah. where uh he i don't mean to cut you off but it is a guilt there possibly too that like you said it is an open question yeah
1: it's a open question
0: because the guilt he could feel bad, Same what i something that he may have done to destroy those relationships. yes And he, f- and then that recollection and can't sense. get
1: over that guilt from him restoring other relationships, which just bringing it into the next relationship.
0: Yes, that's it. There. You know what I'm saying? That's but he's
1: attached to her and don't want to let her go. But you know, still has that guilt from the whatever in the other relationship.
0: Yeah. And uh, so I believe that he can love you because love is just an emotion. He can love you and uh, still not be over his past. And uh, that is the thing, because they, they even though they're dealing with issues with their past person and they haven't finalized that out, that doesn't mean that they can't fall in love with somebody else. So when we say fall in love, we're saying fall in an emotional connection to you so but if you see love as something else then that's important that you establish what you see love as and not just as what's her name is it Aretha Franklin
1: I'm Tina Turner <laughs> I <In my> keep
0: <back. laughs> to say Aretha Franklin but uh so Tina Turner when she says what love what's love got to do with it
1: got yeah, nothing to do
0: with uh, it at all you know because you can say that and we have to be careful because that word holds too much power mm-hmm. for a person but I love you though but I love you though and, and it's treat like, me
1: like you love me. yeah
0: you know what I mean so it's like you know if, if a person is not yeah a person like they can't uh, you did something wrong to the person then you say you love them you know trying to justify it because mm-hmm. you know the power of the word mm-hmm. So, but if we take the word and say, okay, you know what? I bet you do love me because I love you too, but I'm not going to allow you to treat me this way. I'm not going to accept whatever you throw at me because you are emotionally tied to me. I'm emotionally tied to you too, maybe because we've been physically intimate. That's an emotional connection. So it's an outside of the, um, Yeah, outside of the companionship you see what I mean outside of the companionship on top of that plus the intimacy and all that stuff so at the end of the day uh, it's an emotional connection so that love is developed for one another so you know that's an understandable thing but it's just that uh... so yeah the person can love you and still love other people from the past as well but it is an issue that uh, You can tell that person Hey, I'm not mm-hmm. going to deal with you yeah. Get it together I'm not going to be there Or you can go through it with them mm. But that's Just according to the person yeah. If you want to stick by his side Or her side As they get over the past As long as they're respecting you I would say that's okay As long as they respect you But if they disrespecting you and not being able to get over their past, then yeah, they're not worth your time anyway. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they could
1: be using you to get over the past.
0: Yes, that's it, that rebound relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we talked about the, the well I recovered a little bit about the rebounds in the uh um uh, in our first podcast. But yeah that um yeah you're right. You could be you know in in a, in a rebound relationship like that. So but yeah, they can love you though. Know, and uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back with question number three, and we'll end the podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Fresh Look. This is question number three, and then we're going to end the podcast, and we thank you for listening. Uh, Stacey's gonna give us the question.
1: What does it mean when my ex-boyfriend still chases me, but he's in a relationship?
0: She said That's the ex-boyfriend still chases her, but he in a whole new relationship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: He has always been a cheater. That's what that means. Mm. He was probably chasing other women while he was with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: That is a way. Yeah, you're right. Um, and I some men enjoy the chase.
0: Yes, yes, yes. You're right. There is some out there that do it. I think it stems. It stems from a. Um, it could from a past heartbreak, and then a. Some man get their heart broke one time, and they're destroyed for the rest of their life. How they view women. Okay, not the rest of their life, but the majority. Because it'll take them to have to sit down and accept that, hey, just because that woman broke your heart doesn't mean that you have to try to destroy every woman out here, or that you gotta put all women in one category because you got your heart broke by a woman. So now you want to be a player. Uh, now you want to uh, play the field or now you want to uh, you know enjoy whatever you want with no boundaries. And uh, you know it's just it happens often.
1: And it's also insecure insecurity. Scene, yeah, because he feels like he has to have like a backup.
0: Yes, and a lot of it could stem from, uh, like I say, it could stem from something they went through in the past, some kind of traumatizing, traumatizing event uh, that made them say that they don't ever want to commit and. Like I said, it could have been exposed to something, uh, they could have experienced something, uh, experience. they could have seen cheating, they could have been approached by somebody else that was cheating, and they could have been exposed to secret relationships, uh, I myself have experienced that, uh, where a will go behind the person's back that's a friend of yours and try to have a whole relationship with you and just say, we're going to keep it a secret. So, that did bother me for a long time, and it made me like, oh my God, like if this person had this planned out and could you know consistently go with this, then it's more women like that.
1: Yeah, many other people are doing that.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. and uh, also been in a relationship with a, uh, you know, with a woman that was already currently in a relationship, going through a divorce. You know, that was like. For me, and at first, I didn't know that the woman was married, so she honestly didn't tell me that. And uh, so after we got into the relationship for a little while, then she finally, I honestly don't think she would have even told me, you see what I mean, about about the thing. So I'm just saying this to say that a man and a woman could experience a lot of stuff in the past that traumatizes them to trust and creates the insecurities and so that's so, why they
1: go for being if they're in a relationship that's why they still have this things on the side or yeah, it's possibly side still be chasing on. the ex or trying to keep in touch with the ex just in case this goes wrong go back to their
0: yeah go back to them because at the end of the day what I see I see the trauma right out top.
1: it's definitely trauma and she do not she need to get far away from him as possible.
0: Yeah, because people like because that... He's toxic. Yeah, because people like that, if you don't go and try like you're talking about, just have a therapist or something or somebody that you can vent to, it's very rare that you have people close to you that you can vent to. Uh, but if you, if this person's lucky enough to have someone to vent to, then, you know, that's good. But if they don't, most likely... People don't go to therapists so uh, because a therapist person is not attractive. See what I'm saying? Because it makes it seem like you have an issue. But really what a therapist is is just somebody to talk to and vent. And they're, by law they can't repeat what you told them. See what I'm saying? So you can kind of vent everything to them and they can't repeat it to anyone. So that's the whole point of a therapist who feels secure. But this person with this damage, emotional damage to them that's causing them to respond this way more likely never got healed. I may not ever get healed. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they become these players. And the man who want to have it, like some people will say, have your cake and eat it too. Uh, what's the question again? Can you repeat it? They
1: don't have no heart. Um, yeah. They what does heart it mean damage. when my ex-boyfriend still chases me but he's in a relationship?
0: Yeah, so yeah it's like the whole what a man can do if he's been damaged is he'll say to the new girl that he got with he'll give with a whole new girl and he'll say hey let's just you know you handle that you handle those few things over there i'll handle this and you know you you mess with who you want i mess with who i want and but you know we can just kind of be cool and it's like, you look at them and say, what the hell are you talking about?
1: Uh-huh. What, what you're saying makes uh-huh.
0: no sense at all. Uh-huh. You know, but at the end of the day, <laughs> but at the end of the day, if you have two people who have been hurt, they are the ones who come together in those humans. You see what I mean? Because they both are already skeptical, damaged trust-wise, and that's why those people, people be like, well, what they, you know, how are they doing that? Well, they both have already been damaged Uh trust-wise, and they're both insecure. So instead of fixing the problem, instead of fixing the problem, we have two insecure individuals that now have developed an emotion for each other. Uh So you got two emotionally damaged people in love, and they both have trust issues. And so that's how you get these relationships that people call toxic. But they're not going to leave each other because they're emotionally tied to each other. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they're also both insecure.
1: And they're going to keep doing stuff to hurt each other.
0: Exactly. Because in their mind, I'm actually secure. I'm secure because we already know that you can mess with who you want, I can mess with who I want. That's the security. Mm. So technically, I already in my mind think you're a cheater. And so like you were just saying in the other podcast about the energies, so out of power of belief. So it's like, you already believe that person was cheating on you. So, that means it becomes real in your mind. So therefore, that's the security. Okay. I know you're a cheater. And and, and I'm going to be a cheater too. But less. But I still want the husband and wife foundation. I still want to have a home and the family and everything. But I also don't trust you.
1: That's weird.
0: <laughs> but that's the reality. And that, that's, that's exactly the,
1: what it is. They yeah. want all of that, but they don't want the actual commitment.
0: And that's two damaged individuals. They want to make
1: it look like they have a happy, happy family, but... Huh.
0: Yeah, it actually creates a very uh, It could be very toxic environment man, Because the two people are very hurt And uh, You know and So I think that uh, The whole idea That The person Wants you uh, Are still Coming after you And Still with the other person You gotta understand that more likely this is one of those people that like you said the whole like uh keeping their phone locked in the relationship and stuff like that and so the other person i don't know to me i've never cheated on anyone before so i can't really say that it's easy to do to me it seemed like it'd be difficult to keep a person secret You see what I'm saying? From your mate. Because basically I would have to tell that other person, hey, we're on schedule. You text me at the wrong time. (laughs) Okay? Like, don't text me at this time. Otherwise I'm going to have to flip my phone over and keep my phone hidden. Mm
1: -hmm. And that's what they do too. So if those are things that you've seen him doing, then he's definitely just a, a cheater. Yes. That's what that is.
0: And so what they do, if they're lucky enough, They'll find a woman that this is sad, but it happens. But they'll find a woman that is, they already know, see what I'm saying, that she has trust issues. And so that they'll find her purposely to build this union with. So look, you've been hurt right, I've been hurt right, so why don't we do it this way? That way we both safe. Hmm. You see what I mean? It's basically a form of manipulation mm-hmm. and it's very toxic but it ends up kind of it ends up putting people in really messed up situations mm-hmm. uh, because in the end you got into the relationship because you didn't want to be you wanted freedom but you also want a relationship. So, you see what I mean? So, the man is saying that I, I still want a woman, but I also, you know what I mean, don't want to feel locked down. I feel like
1: I feel like that's very I could be selfish. cheated on. You know what I mean? That's very selfish because a lot of men that do that, they don't want the woman to be cheated.
0: Yes, yes. They don't true. want the woman
1: to be cheated, but they want to be able to go and, and, and do whatever they're going to do with you. And they make it obvious, too, like you were saying, like... Flipping the phone over and leaving the phone on vibrate and ring us off all the time. Oh, yeah. They make it obvious. So, I mean, it's almost like you know what they're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, yeah, it's like, uh, to me, it's but just. But then when
1: you break up with them, they chasing you. They want you back so bad.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the other person knows um, more than likely the other person knows about you but in some cases they may not they may be able to hide their stuff well but I'm pretty sure guys like that and women like that have already established with that person that, hey you know you mess with who you want, I'll mess with who I want but you know, as long as we just kind of our bond is still there. But to me, people that have been hurt are the ones who do that for a form of protection.
1: Yeah.
0: And but just realize you're messing with a individual that's been damaged and I will suggest you to get the hell away.
1: Yes, you you get know, far away. Get because the, hell the person away is not you. going to change. That's in their nature and they feel their ego is is needs to be fueled. And, and I don't they give feel it like a, they that's just, I don't
0: know. Yeah, I don't care if you have to change your number, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: rebuild your uh, rebuild your Facebook, rebuild your Instagram. <laughs> any way that that person can reach out to you. you hitting home. Yeah. Any, any, <laughs> t- any way that person can reach out to you, get the hell away from them.
1: I mean, that's basically the situation that I was in with my ex-husband. Mm. Every time I break up with him, he chasing me, chasing me, doing everything he can do. Begging and pleading, begging and pleading. As soon as we get back together, he creeping on out with somebody else, and it just—it was just like what? How I many? Three, four times. It was the same thing. Break up with him. He begged to come back. He did the same thing. Break up with him. He begged to come back. He did the same thing. It's like that's in their nature. They're not gonna change it. That's just what they do and do. They want their cake and eat it too. And if you're a person that's going to deal with it, they're going to keep on doing it.
0: Exactly. If you're going to deal with it. And that's the choice that you have to make as a person. And make sure that you're not, make sure that you really should have to think it over. Because at the end of the day, it's okay if you're unsecure. Or if you have things that you don't feel secure about or what they call insecurities. But really what that means is that you don't feel secure in the relationship. And they try to make that like a selfish thing. Like you have a problem. So it's not that you have a problem. You see what I'm saying necessarily with a uh, that you feel. Uh, it's that the situations have caused you to view things differently throughout your life. So therefore, it makes you feel unsecure. And so, when
1: they chase so hard, though, they'll they'll chase so hard, go as far as. Making fake Facebooks, making fake phone numbers, popping up at your job, you know, and, and begging, 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 begging. Yeah. They chase really hard and they, they they almost have you thinking, well, maybe they for real this time because they chase so hard.
0: Mm. I've met men like that and they taught me a lot of how men are like that. Yeah, cuz I never been that way but I got to experience being around men like that and I learned something from them that it was persistence that got the woman because you could catch her on the day that she's tired or she has been through a lot and you were the only one available even though you're an asshole and you don't deserve her but you were you there got her. yeah but you were there when she was at her weakest point yeah but what the women have to understand is that the men know this.
1: That's really him praying on you, though. Yeah,
0: that's a form that's of manipulation. That's
1: not him caring about you or nothing like that. That's Hell him yeah. praying on
0: you. That's a form of manipulation, man. Because he knows that. You see what I mean? But I think that that's something that a lot of men who play the game, they know that. And that's part of it.
1: Yeah.
0: See what I'm saying? Because they may not give a damn at wear all. Wear
1: down.
0: Mm, wear down. That's it. And I know it sounds bad, but it's reality. And uh, when I seen that, I was like... I was like, first I seen the girl turn the guy down, and then every time he see her, every time he see her, every time he see her, and eventually she gave in to him. And then when she saw him again after there and I already messed around, she just looked down. Did he
1: hate that shit? Yes,
0: she looked Hated down. Hated
1: Hated like, what did I do?
0: She just Go look, like, what yeah, did I do? She just looked down like, oh, God, what did I do? <laughs> And I'm just looking like, wow.
1: I and guess that's pers- exactly how it feel when you take them back. That's exactly how I feel like, what did I do? Why did I do this?
0: Yeah, and with persistence, I feel like you'll be able to, you'll eventually be able to uh, make it happen. So I think that with that being said, that people need to be careful and put themselves first mm-hmm. And uh when you're dealing with a ex-boyfriend or something like that and they chasing after you and they're in a relationship already, just remember that the emotions that you're feeling are normal because you may still feel love for that person and that's normal and they may still like you, but they're not emotionally healed enough they're not emotionally healed enough to be your mate so even if you still have love for them and they your ex and they still have love for you and they didn't move on they just picture in their mind how they had you and they want you that way again and even if the situation ain't fair you know even if they know like oh well she just a side chick or she just type, like no ain't no such thing as a side chick or a side dude that's a whole human being ...that you playing with their emotions. And if you stop looking at them as just... ...oh, that's just a piece. I like looking at them as just a piece of meat. Oh, it ain't nothing. You know, it's just a piece. Like, no, these these are human beings with feelings and emotions. That stuff ain't to be played with. And so I think that... ...for your own self's sake... ...out of respect to yourself. You know, say, hey, I respect myself too much to deal with this. So them reaching out, yeah, they're gonna always reach out, I think so, if they realize that they lost something good, and a lot of times, damaged people do that, because they've been hurt, and they've been really damaged, and when they come into another relationship, and they messed it up, they know they messed it up, and then they'll be chasing you, and chasing you, and chasing you, because they know they lost something really good, and so, uh, uh that's a lot of times what people deal with, and it is a common thing that's sad, but it is common and uh is there anything else you want to say on that question no. but yeah i um yeah, always put yourself first, and we kind of give our final thoughts, and it's kind of like uh always put yourself first, you know uh respect yourself, and uh Remember, you ain't never got to settle for any less treatment than you deserve. And uh, you can still reach out, send us questions. Uh, if you have a question you want us to answer, uh, send it to Fresh Outlook 101 at Gmail. And uh, <clears throat> that's Fresh Outlook 101. At gmail. That's going to be f r e s h o u t l o o k 101 at gmail.com. And, uh, well, no, I'm sorry. Is it dot com? My bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so at gmail, you've sent us your question in. We won't say your name or anything on the podcast, we'll just reveal the question as one of the listeners. Your name will never be revealed, We won't expose who you are, nothing like that. Uh, But we love dealing with real people, and we thank you for sending your questions in. And uh, we look forward to talking to you more, and we thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you on the next podcast.